Hey there, boys and girls. It is June 13th, 2016. Welcome to another episode of Sending Us on the Ground Podcast. Uh, today we have Luggers. Um, Hi. There's too many of you. I don't know how, how uh, to hey. do the whole. Yeah, I'll let All you guys right. introduce yourselves. <laughs> I got the love word, gardeners, but yeah, start off by saying. Oh, I'm sorry. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say y'all, say your names, everybody. Let's start. Yes, here. please. Uh, Letty. Uh, Rebecca. Jake. Nico. And when they all put their rings together, they'd like turn into animals. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that sound like Power Rangers? <laughs> That's exactly what that is, bro. Voltron uh, or something? <laughs> it was on Deadpool. So anyway, we're recording in the submarine today. Like, if you hear an echo, don't worry. It's not your speakers. <laughs> it's, it's our thunderous voices. Um, but anyway, we've had Lethe on before. Right? You, you, you've been yeah. on for last year. Back when we were so young. <laughs> Us too, yeah. And you came on talking about you wanted to do a community garden, a learning garden at Natividad Creek Park. And you're here with an update, which is a pretty good update. So, uh, yeah, so what has happened since you've been here? Since you've been here. <laughs> well, a lot actually has happened. Um, I think you even reported on the city council meeting we went to. Uh, got people rallied up and Hell yeah. uh, in support. So so we can start working with the city. That was a success. We ended up getting our foot in the door with a lot of um, city staff, and we were able to move the project along a little bit quicker. And uh, we went to council, and they reported, and they approved us. So now we have a third of an acre of land at Natividad Creek Park, and we're going to turn it into a learning garden. And, yeah. And, well, no, I, this is so cool because I've been following this because not only does it interest me, but, you know, now knowing you, it, 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 you know, it interests me that much more. And I remember talking to you, like, in March or, again, around that, the, the city council meeting, and you were, um, <laughs> um, but you were, you, you, you were kind of stressed out that, like, the city's kind of dragging its feet, you know, and I, I don't know if they can do it. And, and I, I love the, the perseverance, you know, like, you could have easily given up, like, dude, it's not going to happen. It's, it's, it's a government thing, you know, it's going to take forever. But you kept pushing and pushing, and you forced the hand of the, um, of the city. And, and that, to me, is a cool story because so many people kind of give up, like, oh, it'll never change or this or that. And, oh, they said no and the, the first time, and so, so they give up. And, um, and so that's what I, what I really like about that is that you kept going and kept going, and in this couple of months, you just you, you made it happen. Um, but can you? How was that? How is it? You always hear the horror stories dealing with the city and all that. But what, was it? Is it really that bad? Or no? Like how much did you have to? No, it wasn't really that bad. Um, I think there's a lot of things that aren't communicated among city staff, and um, it was good that we went to go show them that we were there and we were trying to do that and it really did kind of open up their eyes um, I, I guess because we were communicating with certain city staff and that w- they didn't share our project with everybody else like we had thought they would um, and then once we went to the, the council then they decided or then they realized that this is a project that this is a serious project we had what 20 25 people there um, yeah. That was my big thing. That that's I, I know I talked about it on in on episodes right after that. Like, dude, you you can complain, but if you constantly get thirty to forty people in the council chambers, which is not really a lot, they're pretty small chambers. This is a our city's kind of cheap. You know, <laughs> they've got small chambers, so you keep bringing forty people 
three meetings in a row, they're gonna they're, they're gonna have to do something about yeah. it. Something you know, you're gonna force their hand, and, th- and that's what I, I was really pushing. I was like, dude, I, I know this firsthand because I know Letty, you know, and and she did it, and and her group did it. But did you know anybody in the city before you try to get this going? Nope, not okay. a single person, not even the district representative. So. Yeah, because I know some people listen will probably be like, oh yeah, her cousin or something. We all worked for this or that, and I, I was curious. Um, yeah. But yeah, and, and I really like that. So, but so anyway, so it worked. You know, you you pushed the city and and you got them um, to to you know push this this project through before the the grants ran out and all that. And uh, so June twenty fifth, what, what do you have going on? We have a, we're calling it like a garden raising, similar to a farm raising or whatever, but. We're getting a group of volunteers um, from a church, and they're teenagers, and they're willing to do a service learning um, project with us, and they're going to help us build it out, and um, and we wanted to open it up to the public and make it a public event so that everybody can come and participate and support however they they can. And this is the is this the beginning of the community garden or, or the learning garden, or how does that tie into that? Like, what are you guys going to do on the 25th, I guess is what I'm trying to... Are you going to start digging holes and stuff? No, we did that already. Uh, so we're just going to start building the, the beds. Um, yeah, I guess it's kind of like a group effort. Where, was it 65 so far? Or like a crazy amount of people are coming. Yeah, And they're going to be helping us um, get that going. And then eventually, I mean like really soon after, we're going to be renting those out to the public. So How many beds are going to be in? Maybe a dozen. Oh, so we did get a grant from Driscoll's uh, to pay for that. So. Mm-hmm. We're also building a compost bin, or mm-hmm. we're trying to. And that's the plan. <laughs> so hopefully that works out. I'm I'm big on that. Have you ever tried uh, leaf composting? Just basically a pile of leaves, only a pile of leaves. So you you grow mold instead of uh, bacteria. No, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, that, um, again, because this is why I, I enjoy gardening, you know, again, being, not only this is tie into Salinas being such a big ag area, but I personally enjoy, you know, gardening. For five bucks, you get a plant that actually gives you stuff later on. Um, so, yeah, so that so that what got me interested earlier. Um, well, when I first heard about you, I was like, who the hell is doing this? And, yeah, it was so crazy. It was kind of, Letty just came out of nowhere, and, and all of a sudden you were like, dude, this is like my favorite person in Salinas. <laughs> Um, it, it you just again well that it it was perfect for our show you know so many so many of the loud people out there that are getting all the attention all, all the big attention is usually for the wrong reasons you know and I think our city is, is is you're not unique really to the city and I don't mean that as a put down you know I think there's a lot of people here that are doing a lot of good kind of quietly and it was, it's so cool to be able to show off you know a story like 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 local urban gardeners and. Um, and, and yeah, and it's cool to be to follow the growth along with it. And I, I'm I'm so happy that the garden's going in. That freaking garden was the whole. I mean, it was everything. I, I love the idea. Everybody I told about, you know, the garden I was like, that's that's a great idea. You know, a garden where teachers can take their students out there to learn. And um, it's so weird how disconnected we are from from where our food comes from, and we're from Salinas. It's fucking strange. It's still easier to, to get a bag of salad, you know, and to think about. Um, well, I, one time I was with Cujo, I was telling I bought a bag of salad at Knob Hill. I was like, dude, this was 99 cents. And Cujo's like, how could they do that for 99 cents? You know, it has carrots and lettuce and all this. <laughs> so it's like, dude, and we, you're thinking about it, like, oh, imagine every, 
all the corners they have to cut, all the you know all the work it takes. Heavy for, subsidies for yeah for a bag of lettuce or a bag of salad to be a dollar from here, you know. So it's like it, it's so cool to be able you know like it's, it's difficult to even you know to even picture. And we're from here. We drive by the fields all the time. So I love what you're doing, and I think that that's big. We're we're getting a in July. One of our guests is uh, some farmer like a, a little farmer he's got cows and a, and gardens and stuff he's so he's like this whole little ranch in prunedale he's like his own mini ranch and he just messaged us and i was like oh that's so cool i love that people are going back to this you know to this this little um getting away from this factory farming and all that stuff it, it's really awesome but um well anyway and for people that might not be familiar with the garden can you explain a little more of the garden because it's going to be more than these 12 beds you know and I know, what's the overall master plan for this? Because well, I, I know it, and but I'm you know I want people to, to hear because it it's fucking awesome. It's a great idea. Um, well, well, we go. <laughs> you can go. You can do it. Have that. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so our mission is to create a garden-based learning center, um, a place for us to grow food nutritiously, organically, um, to teach people how to garden, you know, sustainably. Uh, safely and, you know, without pesticides and to conserve water. Um, and also we want to inspire community improvement. Mm-hmm. So from the beginning, like, to show, like, this can be done. Somebody who doesn't know anybody in government can do this. So why aren't we? Um, so it's, like, written in our mission statements. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, well, oh, yeah, that definitely, um, you know, just to kind of, shed some light on the fact that things are possible, you know, when you get enough people who are passionate about something together to, you know, almost like go after the system, if you will, and kind of, you know, being younger individuals, you know, it's, it's, it's inspiring, you know, um, my sister inspires me every day, <laughs> um, but on a more serious note, the, the project's going to be, it's going to be really awesome, first and foremost, um, we're going to have raised beds, you know, we're going to educate the public about organic farming, we're going to counteract, you know, the obesity rates that are in hopefully. our area, hopefully. hopefully, you know, through education, that, you know, and, you know, because the school systems, they don't have nutrition, they don't have the funding for that, they don't have those, you know, resources available to them, and, you know, now that we're here, you know, maybe they will utilize it and, you know, um, ultimately bring up a healthier generation, you know, to come. And that's really what we want, you know, and the garden's a place for everyone, young, old, you know, um, disabled, special needs, you know, we're, we're welcoming like a variety of different people. And, you know, we just want to cultivate a sense of community, which is, you know, our passion. So... And I love that it's at Natividad Creek. I, that that park to me is a, a freaking like hidden gem. It really kinda, is. Kind of, it it's it's huge. First of all, it's got a creek running through it. Like what the fuck is some fancy ass shit, you know? <laughs> and it's got a skate park and all these trails and all that. Freaking frisbee golf course. The fuck? I like That's a crazy. Future dog park too. Yeah, they're just putting in a dog park. Yeah, the dog park. Uh, yeah, we've we've talked about the dog park here again because it, it took a while because. Then the fence was one city department, and the people that buy all the equipment was a different city department. So that's what was taking a long time. So the engineering department put up the fence, and then the parks and rec department bought all the stuff from the inside. 
So oh, that's they, funny. they couldn't mesh their schedules, so that's what took longer. God damn, are you fucking bureaucrats? Um, <laughs> but yeah, but I think that's an awesome park, and it, it's, it, it amazes me, again, how... Again, people don't eat healthy in Salinas. It, it's like, like we should have no option but to eat healthy. We're surrounded by fields. Um, so that's what I really love that it's there. It's, it's a really busy park. So it's going to you know, be the opportunity for a lot of people to walk by and be like, what the hell's going on? You know? yeah. what, what is this growing there? Yeah, they do that now, actually. It's, it's really great. And like the most random people will approach oh, us. Yeah. People like, you wouldn't even think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the park. Would, would you like to tell the story? <laughs> sure. We were um, hanging out hoeing out for the soil beds to be put, or for the garden beds to be put in to be filled with soil later, and this random shirtless guy on his bike just comes breezing past and he says... Fully tatted. Yeah, fully fully tatted. tatted. (laughs) And he's like, hey, what are you guys working on? And we're like, we're putting together garden beds and we're working on an organic garden. He's like, I love that. I'm actually a contractor. (laughs) Do you guys need any help? And then we enter this wonderful conversation with this stranger who just took 10 seconds out of his day to ask us what the hell we were marking all these spots for. Oh, right, we were putting in the irrigation system, so we had a big yeah, trencher, like chainsaw-like thing moving through the park, creating trenches for the pipes to be put in. It was really fun. It was great. That's, okay, so dude, there's irrigation? So you're not going to be out there with a hose and water buckets and shit? Well, we didn't even have access to a hookup to get our hose. So we had to bring the pipe into the space. Oh, mm-hmm. is there is there water out there? Did the meat pipe? Is there a water fountain for the skate? Yeah, Milpa just did that. Oh, okay. how close is it to the skate park? I, it's where a, is it? it's it's a walk. It's like okay. the opposite end, but you have to go through by uh, by that bridge over there, the tunnel. What's that street? Freedom. Uh, the one that divides the park. Yes, Freedom. Freedom. So it's it's by on that side of the yeah park? by the skate park. Uh, oh, okay. As you can see, I've, I've, I've been there myself many of times. <laughs> um, no, but, and you also were involved, there's another garden at Central Park. Yes. What, what is that? Was that already there? Or what was, I know there yes. was a cleanup. It was already there. Uh, the leadership group, Leadership Salinas put it in, and they gifted it to the city. And unfortunately, the city doesn't have a lot of funding to maintain space, so they just couldn't do it. Um, yeah. They did try to get it out, like lease it uh, out to people. They did it like the, um, the homeless shelter. Uh, Dorothy's, Dorothy's kitchen. kitchen would come and grow food for the summer or something. And yeah. uh, they asked if we want to take it over once we started the process with them, once they started helping us out. Uh, and we said yes. So we wanted to turn it into a pollinator garden mm-hmm. so that people can enjoy like For bees and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Bees, ladybugs, birds. Bee? Well, when you drive by, have you driven by yet? I, I, I've driven really by Hartnell. No, yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cool because it, it is closer to Hartnell. You know, it, it's it's closer to Central right there. Um, but what about the rose garden? Do you know anything about the rose garden? I know there used to be like a rose garden there with it's a bunch still of. There. Is it? Yeah. I heard that they were going to redo it. They, I think they may have. Yeah, did they? They put the flagpole up as well. The leadership, Salinas. Really. <laughs> Flagpole. That's all American. Yeah. <laughs> These plants are dying, but look at the flag. It's fucking beautiful. Um, but and so and there's I, we were talking about this. I went on Saturday to 
the bread box, or it's called the Alice Al. It's like Monty Mart now, you know. It's like to me, it's the bread box, but it's Alice Al Center for the Fine Arts now. Um, good stuff going on over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. Well, and that's why I have this this Lasquinita flyer thing. They're doing every second Saturday. They're they're doing some sort of event and all that, and I think it, it, it's super awesome. Um, it's such a dense neighborhood. Everybody could walk there. Um, but I, I was. That fucking Esquinita thing made me lose my train of thought. Um, what the hell is he talking about? I don't know. Stupid <laughs> as. Uh, I'll talk center for the fine arts. Oh, yeah. The bread box. What was that? Oh, I shit. Got okay, I got it. The, the gardens. So we, we were hanging out afterwards, uh, you know, some of the people that, that put on the event. And we were talking about all these community gardens that there are. You know, there's the one right there in Chinatown. There's that, what is it, Rescate Verde. Rescate. And the one on Central and all that. Um, and how, is this, these are all recent, right? Like, they haven't, that's so, that's so weird to me. I, I, was, I was telling them, dude, if I was, the most controversial thing, if I was a mayor, I think my most controversial thing I would do is I would have a permit for front lawns. If you want grass, you have to fucking get a permit. There you go. Pay like $200 a year. That's, that takes a lot of water and fertilizer just to make your fucking patch green. That's the stupidest thing ever. Who thought of that? I don't know. I, I was, I've been trying to like Wikipedia it and shit. Somebody figured it out. Like, who, st- who started lawns? It's so stupid. Look at my beautiful patch of green grass. What the fuck? That's not normal. <laughs> Why is that pretty? That's not pretty. Fuck. But anyway. There's this uh, workshop on, I think, June 25th or July 5th. Or, I'm, I'm going to look it June up June right 25th? Now. Hey, that day's yeah. booked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Hopefully not that day. There's an event going on, but you shouldn't go. The Monterey, like, water... Um, oh, it's it's June 25th. Damn it. Oh <laughs> the Monterey gosh. Peninsula Water Management District is putting on an event called Convert Your Lawn to a Drought-Tolerant Garden. Oh. Yeah, so they're teaching I people how to, how to put in place so you don't need to, to, oh to water and stuff. It's uh, 1 to 4 p.m. at Carmel Middle. Are you going to be out there all day? Carmel. Oh, yeah. 10 to 3. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Carmel, that's but kind of a drive. if anybody wants to go that hears this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Carmel. You should definitely choose. We have hella Carmel yeah. listeners. Yeah. Yeah. It's like our number one uh, <laughs> market. Kidding. Are you Carmelites? <laughs> But no, that's cool to me. It doesn't, especially in California, it doesn't fucking rain here, dude. Like, unless you live like in Eureka or up there by Humboldt, you know? It doesn't rain in this this state. It doesn't make, why do we have fucking grass? It's stupid. They actually fine you if you grow, like, native plants and you let them grow wild. I saw a thing in Florida. They sued a lady because she was growing a garden in her front yard. When they said like nah that doesn't look cool. But I I thought that I think that's a homeowner association thing. Like, lady, you signed the contract. Oh. <laughs> like you can't be rich and complain. Stop complaining, rich people. I was reading a thing online about setting up aquaponics gardens and they were like, Many people choose to keep their aquaponics gardens secret <laughs> because of different restrictions about how big you can build things in your yard and they're like, Shh, don't tell anyone where I got these tomatoes. <laughs> Well, dude, it's crazy. Well, it's like, hey, why, why are you buying 200 tilapia? It's funny, but it's sad at the same time. Right. Oh, I don't, that, do we do, like, um, what the hell is aquaculture, I guess you would call it, in, in Salinas Valley? Do they? Do? This would seem like the perfect place fucking place. Growing tilapia anyway, yeah. Do they? There must be. I know some Mexicans do it in ponds. Because we're so rustic. Our people are so like, I don't care. Just give us some land. We'll figure it out. And uh, 
It's crazy. And you go to their house at their barbecue, and this is their own tilapia. I'm like, what the fuck? You can't just dig a hole. It's got to be permits, bro. Got to be fucking permits. <laughs> Give me another taco. <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, anyway, and if people want to help you out or join your group, how how can they get a hold of a local? Because this is all through local urban gardeners, right? Yeah. This is all that that. Um, and yeah, so how can how can we get a hold of you? So there's a few ways. Um, because we're volunteer based, we don't have like a lot of people to be doing our media or blasting us out there and having a website and stuff. So we just use Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can find us at Salinas Luggers. Um, on all those platforms and yeah that's us and we usually post our events up there and share you know little educational information about gardening and conserving water and all that stuff so yeah and how the hell why did you get all interested in this I know you're like the gardening queen and all that but was that always (laughs) (laughs) we should always in the garden somehow no, go ahead. Um, but why? Why? Why gardening? Why? Why this? Uh, well, be honest. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a reason. Like you saw a movie well, when you were a kid, and you're like, oh. I don't know. Like, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't know exactly what thing brought me here, and it's like I never would have guessed I would have cho- chosen farming or gardening or anything. But one day, I bought a tomato plant at the farmer's market here. And I failed terribly, and murderer. I know, exactly. <laughs> but you learn. You learn from that process. And so the next season, I uh, I grew cilantro instead, and I, and I was very successful. And and but that process of learning is something that needs to be taught. And I learned it way too late in life. And I think it's important that we teach it to our children. And because I have kids, like it's only fair to share that with others. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's a cool ass activity too because they get all dirty and stuff and they get all happy and then they get tired and you're like, yeah. ah, <laughs> That's really why, why they do it. <laughs> no, yeah, because when my niece, my niece, uh, well, she's in Guam, my sister's in the Air Force, and, but we were going to the nursery and then she, I was telling her, like, look, dude, that's lettuce. That's like lettuce and broccoli and stuff. And she was like, well, Aren't, don't we have that growing at the house? Like, yeah. It's like, why doesn't everybody just grow their own food? <laughs> You're eight. Something so fucking rational, yeah. Um, but it's just funny, and, and that's what I think is cool. Yeah, it's important to get to them at such a young age, you know, to teach them. Like, look, dude, you don't have to go, even if it is only ninety nine cents at the grocery store. Like, you know, you got to understand what all the damage we did to our our earth just to get you this ninety nine cent thing when you could do it on your own. And get way more. You can get way more. You get like a whole flat of little lettuces for like three bucks, dude. And you can get all kinds of lettuce. Found shishito pepper. Oh, this is what I'm going to tell Cujo. I haven't even told Cujo. Yeah. Saving it. Because on Saturday, um, again, I I went to that that event at the bread box, but before, I I honestly had nothing to do. I was all bored. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to go to the nursery to see if freaking inspiration strikes. (laughs) (laughs) And, um,. And I came across the peppers, and I'm I I because I, I I grow peppers because for I make a barbecue sauce, so I was like, what? Fuck yeah! There's all these different kinds of peppers, and they had shishito peppers, and they had shishito peppers. So I was like, dude, these what? Those are the ones that we get. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, hell yeah, dude. Okay, okay if, if anybody if you don't know shishito peppers, you need to culture yourself Never first of all. First of all, get some culture in your life. <laughs> Go out, do something, you know. No, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, we well, we went. <laughs> I say that because the first time we had them was in Pebble Beach, all fucking fancy and shit. 
<laughs> we were at the bench. We were at the bench in Pebble oh. Beach, you know, chilling with Mario Lemieux and them. Dude, imagine if it was after they had won the championship. But anyway, we were right there, and being from Salinas, you know all the cooks and waiters and shit. You know, because they're all from Salinas. So the, the, we got these uh, peppers, these like little appetizer peppers, and they were so delicious. They're just like lemony and salty and perfect. And but they were shishito peppers apparently. And then Dover started carrying them recently, and they're like the best accompaniment to beer. Like there's there's no way to describe <laughs> it. They're sweet peppers. Every once in a while, one of them will be spicy. But come on, like dude, spicy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're a human. You're a human. You know. You're welcome, world. By the way, North America plant. Nobody can claim chilies. That's our shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so since then. It was like, dude, these things are awesome. They're, they're the best things. And I was at Bouquet Nursery, and yeah, and they had shishito plants. And I was like, dude, these are like five bucks a plant. I'm gonna get hella peppers out of them. So I bought, yeah, some of those. Something called Thai Dragon because that just sounds cool. Yes. You know, I don't think I don't think we get it as hot. That's what Salinas isn't that hot. You know, so I'm gonna try growing them in a container and then like wrap it with plastic or something. Get Sweat their ass. Hot. Yeah, sauna their ass. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I bought a bunch of peppers. So I have shishito peppers. So hopefully in, in a couple of months, we'll get to fry up our own shishito peppers, which is just so awesome. It's like you know exactly what goes into that. It all this, vegan is like so cool to be vegan nowadays and shit. And they're like they're they get their vegan burritos at Chipotle, and it's like you know what the fuck ha- what we do to our land here in Monterey County for you to get your fucking vegan thing or to the students or to the teachers yeah. or to the residents in- it's so fucked yeah. up like you, you feel good you <laughs> honestly you? feel good that some cow didn't get its brains blown out just cause you have your fucking well I guess they don't do it like that but it's pretty fucking <laughs> yeah. graphic I'm sure I'm sure it's not nice but, um, but yeah it's like you really you really you know how much more you know work it took for you to not harm a fucking cow uh, then, I don't know. It's messed up. We, we really are, are giving up our land here in Monterey County, especially. It, it, it's such a, a, a beautiful area, and, and we're giving it up for this craze, this health food craze. Fucking kale. I'm sure we grow hella kale all of a sudden. Like, what the fuck? Nobody used to eat kale. Well, we got to fertilize all that, and all that fertile, you know, it goes into the river, and it goes into the bay, and then we got all these, you know, blooms of all this weird stuff, and the sardines don't come back, and somehow we fucking need them, according to the aquarium. <laughs> but yeah, and so it, it, it bothers me sometimes. It's like, dude, we give up so much here, and so people can put their fucking Instagram posts uh-huh. and feel, feel good about them. I think it's, like, really progressive, though. Like, first it starts with the education, and then it starts with the repair of the environment. So, I mean, right now we're kind of in that stage of, like, you know, the organic sales are going up, and there's a demand for it. There's a need. So, I mean, really, like, it's 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 a good thing, yeah. but it's just going to take a long time to undo what's already been done. Hell yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, I keep saying I hope our generation is the one to end supermarkets because supermarkets are, are big on that. Yeah. It's like, dude, it. I shouldn't be able to get pork chops whenever the fuck I want. You know, go to the butcher and like, hey, there's no, there's no, there's no more cow until next week. Like, all right, whatever. I'm not gonna die. I'm an American. You know. Like, like if you're going across the country or the world and they're selling the same six species of fish, like, how is that fucking up the way we produce our food? Yeah, yeah. There's like something, something's up there. You know. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, and and I say this, and I I. I Keep trying to push this on the podcast because I always 
we always seem to talk shit about some group of people, you know. And really, 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 we just we're just like calling you out, just, just mostly for fun. But um, and the, a lot of this can a lot of the blame seems to, can be put on the farmers. And like, oh, it was you guys. You guys are the ones that hire the people that are getting messed up. Yeah. yeah. It's a system. Dude, well, I saw this. Food Chains? I don't know if you've ever seen Food yeah. Chains, that documentary. That's what changed my mind. I was like, what the fuck? It's the supermarkets, dude. The supermarkets are... Again, if you buy, you know, uh, 500 million uh, tons of tomatoes a year, you can dictate the price. You can say, hey, dude, you, you know I'm going to buy 500 million tons. I'm only giving you $1.50 a pound this year. I know it was $2 last year. Um, but yeah, and so that's where it's like so that goes downhill. The 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 farmer has no choice, you know, unless he can find some other market. He has no choice. But he's like, fuck it, yeah, I got I got to pay my bills. I got to ultimately pay my people, which I'm already I already realized that they, I should be paying them more. But I, you know, the federal government's also really coercive because they give farmers like huge subsidies that make it nonsensical to grow anything else except like here's these six Monsanto breeds of like oh, tomato and yeah. corn mm-hmm. and we're gonna give you a few hundred thousand dollars if you grow them so like fuck your local species and fuck whatever is in demand in your market it makes no sense for you to do anything else and we're also gonna pay you not to grow things that are really useful like wheat because yeah. we have like a market to maintain <laughs> like we don't want yields to bother us so we're actually gonna like just pay people to not be productive with their land it's all this Bizarre, unnecessary, bureaucratic. Bullshit. Yeah, that corn shit's weird. Like I get it, corn's awesome. It's very versatile, you know. But damn, can we chill on it? You know, it, it's uh, in everything though. It, 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 yeah. And, I mean, if you really think about it, and then it comes down to consumerism. Yeah. Definitely. So you know, we can't. Well, I think that corn has a lot to do with you know people say oh stuff doesn't taste like it used to back in my day it tasted better I think so much stuff has a high fructose corn syrup in it that that it's got a flavor you know it's got its own base flavor so it's always in our you know every time we eat stuff we're always tasting that so it ta- it kind of blands out stuff where it's like oh ketchup used to taste better when I was a kid or, do you, you know, know about the new Coke conspiracy? <laughs> I've seen stuff on the internet. So there's this conspiracy theory because um, for for like a few months or something, Coke introduced this new flavor called New Coke with a new recipe, and people were like, "We hate it so much." They were like protesting in the streets, like, "Bring old Coke back!" And so they brought old Coke back, but. People think that it's actually a scheme to introduce high fructose corn syrup into the Coke recipe so that people wouldn't notice the difference. <laughs> I love this conspiracy theory. So, like, they drastically cool change it to something terrible, and then people are like, bring it back, and they're like, okay. <laughs> well, I like it. I just thought we were talking about a different type of Coke altogether. <laughs> I'm like, Bulgarians oh, over here? I bring back the original issue. recipe. It's so good. You know, it's not a party. It was well, the, the, 80s. the the federal government corn subsidies, especially, are are important to note because they're they're reinforced internationally. Like NAFTA has there's clauses in there, and they specify certain species that Mexico is not allowed to grow and import. So uh, then we send that shit to Idaho and and, and handle <laughs> oh, that. And and so so the Midwest has become this. I mean, it, it's a I love that there's a place to do mass agriculture, but. There's I mean, the the backside of that is, uh, you know, internationally we're reinforcing this idea that you can't get this product from anywhere else, and so, uh, I mean, it, it's it's immoral at the federal level, it's it's immoral at at every level, but but 
uh, I mean, the idea that, that you can't get this product from anywhere else except us is is the most coercive part about that entire I mean, system. Some corn dumping after NAFTA. They did this thing where they massively subsidized corn production in America and then dumped it for like very, very, very low prices all across Latin America to crash all of their markets so farmers yeah, would yeah, stop yeah. growing it. And once they were the only producers, they were like, okay, we can bring the price back up. Yeah. <laughs> we're hella good at that. Yeah, we're, we're very manipulative, very strategic. It's actually a beautiful thing because they don't they, they heavily monitor any kind of genetically modified crops. There's nothing wrong with GMOs. Right, right. No. GMOs are... I don't know about Monsanto's right, but wrong. But GMOs are fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, the World Health Organization, the United Nations, there's nothing wrong with genetically modified food. Not, not, it's nutritionally equal. Um, but, yeah, we could go with golden wheat. We could go with golden wheat, you know. Uh, again, Monsanto came up with golden wheat, and it has saved millions and millions of lives and they gave away that patent for free so again there's nothing genetically modified or, or organisms or food there's nothing wrong with them nutritionally they're exactly the same but we that doesn't mean we shouldn't monitor them you know that shouldn't mean that that we should uh, let them out free um again especially with the, the species you know we're narrowing them down, narrowing it down. That that is a very dangerous thing. Um, but at the same time, that's also not a not a product of of mass farm. Farmers have just been doing that forever, forever. But they're definitely we need variety. We need variety, or else we're we're fucked. Yeah, I think uh, GMOs like originally came about to like monopolize like the crops, basically. You know, and that's not okay. You know, and. We should definitely. Well, like, but if that was the it. case, then Monsanto, you know how valuable that patent for golden rice would have been? But they gave it away for free. Well, uh, is that a good thing, though? <laughs> uh, well, genet- the, the patenting of genetically modified organisms came about because the federal government was subsidizing farmers, but they, weren't, they, and they took, the money they took was from the schools. So all of a sudden, all these, these, these A&M type universities, these, these agricultural inclined universities, um, Davis and Cal Poly and all, all these, they lost their funding. So all the, they had to find a way to keep their testing going. You know, the, the, they had to, had to find a way. And then, so unfortunately, that they they turned into to private enterprise, and private enterprise is of course con- concerned about the profit. So um, so yeah, it, it, I think it goes back to, to the federal government again switching its priorities to to again and using th- these crops to to destabilize economies somewhere else for our economic gain. And again, it was this giant ripple effect. It, 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 I don't know. It's also, you could always just say that the golden rice giveaway was a PR move because what Monsanto does now is if... This was find- in the 90s. This was before yeah. all the protests and before they were known as the bad. Oh, well, yeah, but you need to do something nice if you want to get things like funding. <laughs> like, you can't start off the beginning, like... No, but they are funding. Right. They're funding but, universities. Right. Well, that makes complete sense. The military yeah. funds universities. Like, yeah. <laughs> people fund universities to research the things that they want researched. Like, but a lot of what they do is find farmers who are growing their crops, even if the seeds like blew They've off. Never from done that. One month they do. They no, you're going. Are you going because... off that Canadian farmer? <laughs> that, that 
that did it purposely with the so soy bean? If That's the one case I've have, ever found of Monsanto suing right. a guy. Well, we, have, we have Google if you want. We can talk later yeah. while we're still on here. Yeah. But if you have the ability to patent a DNA sequence of a plant, there's no reason to do that unless you're giving corporations the ability to sue people who are using those seeds. There so, would be no meaning to patenting them. So how much monies would universities lose because of that? Universities lose from research? Or? From, from not being able to plant and patent uh, organisms. So, Most of that research is done at public universities that rely on private funding. So, all right. Public universities are usually contracted by private organizations to do this kind of research. And usually when they're contracted to do this, they don't get the patent. So, like, if I'm contracted yes, to... they buy, do. So... You think that like the University of California Berkeley owns patents on some stuff? The University okay. of Florida has a, a, right. a peanut right. that has the gene turned off that cause that does peanut allergies. That's great. We could end peanut allergies today, but it's a genetically modified organism, and because of that, there's no market there because people hate it. Twelve million people a year die because of peanut allergies around the world, and oh, million. million. Oh. Um, and the only reason and the University of Florida owns that patent how valuable would that patent be how much money could the, the University of Florida ag program get from marketing that but they can't because people are anti-GMO there's absolutely nothing wrong with those peanuts other than they won't kill people <laughs> okay <laughs> okay what it's yeah, true it's 100% true you know and but this anti-GMO movement is really anti-science. There's no basis. It's like it's like climate change deniers. That's true. You know, there is four percent of scientists that say climate change is not real, and there's also two to three percent of scientists that say GMOs are bad for you and and they'll kill you. Ultimately, GMOs are the same nutrition, and um, and a lot of our universities are doing great research and saving a lot of lives by making genetically modified organisms and patenting their genes. Yeah, that sounds and, funny. And yeah, and private organizations also do the same thing, but the, the purpose of a private organization is to make a profit. That's what, true. 100%. I mean, that's the only reason why businesses exist, is to make a profit. And it'd be un-American to try to, to cut a, a business's ability to make a profit. All right, but maybe sometimes being un-American isn't the worst thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if they're you know sex trafficking or, or doing something morally wrong, then yeah. But if if they're just selling something that they created, you know. I mean, I just came on here to talk about the garden. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Again, I, I'm not. A, it's right. a, it's an interesting. It's I appreciate an interesting being wrapped up in this. But. Yeah, no. It's an it's an interesting um, debate and an interesting uh, you know point of point of topic. But because um, yeah, I always like to hear other people's opinions. Because you know, this is just you know, I'm not an expert. You know, I'm not a, a, a GMO person. But it's just I see it's. Uh, Politics and food is weird, you know. That's weird. We should we should be focused on making sure that nobody's going hungry, you know. But then politics get involved in money, right. and all which that. is why we have great things like our local community garden, which is having a build-in on June 25th, so that people can produce food locally, whatever they want, with native seed varieties. <laughs> yeah, and again, and, and that's it. That's extremely valuable because you know 
we do have all, all this available land. And, you know, you might, growing to grow food, being, you know, I'm one of the only ones of my friends that ex gardens and all that. People are like, dude, if something happens, you're the guy we're going to go to, you know? And, and that, that's very awesome. That's something that it seems like it's something so human, you know? We should all be able to garden. There shouldn't be people with green thumbs and all that. It's like, no, dude, we should all be able to do this. This should be something that, that's built into our DNA. This is what actually created civilization, you know? Um, we figured out agriculture. Without agriculture, I, agriculture is probably older than language, I would think. You know, well, written language for sure. Um, I, we probably created language for agriculture. Cause, you know, people grew different crop varieties and said, hey, I need a way to communicate with this tribe. So we create language. That's what I saw on beer, how beer saved the world. <laughs> they, like, specifically started writing stuff down to, like, maintain their, their uh, barley. Or, not barley. Well, the beer, the beer, you know? And, like, <laughs> like the first language they found, it's like, the beer's written so many times that they just think that that's why we invented written language. Fuck yeah, because we like getting drunk. Yeah. We're the coolest monkeys on the planet, or apes, I guess we are. We like to party. All those other ones still chilling in the trees. Get out of the trees, gorillas. Figure it out. Cheers to that. Gorillas? No, to us apes. No, but anyway, so after June 25th, well, what, what, again, what, when's the next, is there any other date planned or anything? Uh, no, not currently, but I mean, there's ways that people can participate. Um, other than going online and following our events and our updates and all that, you can, um, you can collect compost. Right now we're trying to build a compost. So on the 25th, that's another thing that we're trying to do. I mean, we're tr- we need organic matter, like leaves, grass clippings, as long as you don't fertilize your lawn. Uh, we need um, uh, coffee grounds. We need uh, food scraps. We need uh, hay bales. And I got a backyard. I need some cleaning if you want to <laughs> Just saying. But, I mean, do you have hay bales in your backyard? No. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say. I could get, how many do you? Uh, well, Why we no? need like a handful, like, like two or three. And we'll, we'll talk after the show. Mm-hmm. I can get you hay bales. We've got some weeds back there. Weeds. Dude, he, when Cujo cleaned out his that. garden recently, and again, these, these fuckers don't fertilize or anything. They had like boxes and bags of stuff. And I told him, dude, I want to take some of this stuff to compost. Um, but anyway, so so you're looking for this stuff for the 25th? For the 25th, yes. So on the 25th, show up, you know, start filling your bags and all that and show up and, um, and yeah, and fill this, this compost. Dude, I, compost is interesting because it, it doesn't smell. People it always can. think, yeah. Well, if it smells, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Um, so that's a thing, a big thing that, that trips people out. It's like, dude, I'm gonna have a pile of rotting food in my backyard. It's like, no, <laughs> dude, it, it, it's 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 planned. You know, you're not just throwing whatever food waste you have there. You have to balance it out. Um, so and you get some good shit. Fertilizer is expensive. Cheap soil's cheap, but fertilizer is expensive. Um, and how big is this compost area gonna be? Um, well, it's gonna be a been eight by eight, I believe. Oh shit! So, uh, but it's like three compartments. Oh okay. Or maybe I said that wrong. That doesn't even. That's too big of a square. <laughs> it's more rectangular. And then when can people start getting? Uh, 
When can people start uh, renting out the, the beds and all that? When will that be ready? So that's not going to come until later. Um, once we get the beds in, we have to put in the compost and the soil and layer all that stuff. Hopefully we can get it done that day. Um, but then there's also, like, in order to rent out a bed, what are you going to charge? How is your layout going to be? Are you going to allow people to volunteer hours in favor of paying money yeah. are you going to you know and then you got to translate everything english to spanish and and we're working on it it's just like a lot of work yeah. behind the scenes really hell yeah yeah so no and that that's why i like again also having you on the show because we were talking about before we started recording is that people just see the results sometimes yeah. and then they either criticize or, or like them or whatever it is but it's like you didn't see the effort mm-hmm. the monumental effort it takes just to get this far um so yeah, so that that's why I'm, I'm glad when when you know you get to come on because people actually get to you know hear like yeah we're dealing with the city you know we're 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 fighting this and that and um and we're all volunteers <laughs> and yeah and that's a, that is a huge that is huge this is all in your spare time and this is with pretty much all your own money most of the time um, and when and again the, the grant thing that that was weird to me where there's got like deadlines and stuff I thought it was like hey you got some money here's some money you know when you use it you use it. But it's like, no, you got like 10 months. And it's like, oh, shit. Well, the reason the foundations do that is so that they can report on it. And they can do like, um, they can meet their deadlines. Oh, okay. That yeah. ma- that makes sense. Government again. <laughs> what the fucking government, dude? We'll we circle around to you. We got we got our eye on you. No corn. And, and fuck your deadlines, bro. Yeah. The IRS, fuck you too while we're at it. <laughs> How weird is it? We're, uh, you can you can do your taxes online, like even from your fucking phone. You can do your taxes from your phone, like the most important thing that matters so much to you. But you can't vote on your phone, or you can't vote online. Or so like, what the fuck? This is true. Yeah. Get on the Seagate. I'm sorry. C C slash dot dot. I don't know. We have the technology. Just the government's a little. That's what's fucked up. Is as it. Is every single human being on Earth can tweet at the same fucking time, and Twitter won't crash or slow down. But they did that Affordable Care Act sign up, and they couldn't figure out their fucking website. <laughs> They're using like fucking GeoCities and shit. Like, fuck, dude, upgrade your shit. Um, but yeah, anyway, I that that I I'm I'm, I'm so happy that that you kept pushing and you're doing that. You, it's a great story. It actually motivates me. You know, like Rebecca was saying, you're you're actually a, a motivation to me. Like, dude, I'm not doing enough. <laughs> I'm not doing enough. Or what, what, what am I doing? I, I need to push more. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just. But no, and, and I can I, I'm sure there's younger people, you know, that that really have an ability to reach their friends and all that. Hopefully, you know, they get motivated. That that's our thing. Kudos, like, dude, we're fucking old already, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Um, but we could push the younger generation to be like, dude, this is stop getting pushed around. Kind of urgent. Yeah, you can fight back, you know. You have the power now. Again, with this fucking show, we we could reach however many people we, we reach, you know, every month. And it's our our show. It's our show. It's completely ours. So, yeah, we, we very much have an ability to be more independent. Um, while we, and or we could also use the technology to be, separate ourselves from society, you know. Be, be the independent one, man. <laughs> Composting, you need to mix your your greens with your browns. From the greens, you get the nitrogen and all that rich stuff. From the browns, you get your carbon. And you definitely need carbon content because that adds, um, it builds your soil. So, like, so, you know, it, it, 
It gives you that nice porous uh, stuff. Yeah, you so, want to um, try it? You should show up June 25th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We hey, actually look, just look, finished look, doing look, a look, composting look. workshop, so. I've been looking it up and I was looking up the, uh, what's it called? Warm Farm 360? Vermiculture, yes. Yeah, and, and so I was kind of curious what I can put in there and what I can't put in there. Because the worms are different I, than composting. I'm a composting. newbie to composting and I was just oh. wondering like what, like I get it, eggshells are good, but apparently citrus, citrus is bad, evidently. I, I didn't know that, so I was just, I didn't What's know anybody else, dumping everything in there. I was like, it's compost. Yeah, it'll compost eventually and turn, and then I dug it out because it apparently <laughs> doesn't compost. Well, yeah, the acid will kill the, the good bacteria. You don't want that. You'll just, you'll just I know that. have a pile I was just curious if there's quick kind of not-to-dos for the uh, home comp. No dairy products, right? No meat. Yeah, no dairy, no meat. Oh, no no meat? So, like, no meat, bone, that, that, that no, sort of no. stuff. So just the vegetable. Vegetables. You can use some manure. Chicken shit. I'm a newbie, dude. I'm, I'm just trying to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. You can actually, you can even use some manure if you want, as long as it's from... Uh, Animals that that don't eat meat. Okay. Uh, huh. Don't shit in your fucking compost. Actually, do. Well, not this guy. Yeah, yeah. If you're a vegetarian, go for it. If you're vegetarian, it's like icing on right. the cake. Yeah. I guess. Like, yeah, that's a little intense. If you do that. <laughs> Board meeting. Yes, it sounds important. That sounds important. We got a hell yeah. We got a waiter. <laughs> Thank you, Jeeves. Um, but anyway, yeah. Compost. You got a Worcester? Worcester. War um, well, what do you guys have in your garden this year? Let's get into some personal shit. Some real fucking nitty gritty. Yeah. <laughs> so, new this time, I have a fig tree. Fig tree? Um, yeah. I have a fig Jesus? tree. <laughs> uh, I tried fava beans this year and a bitter melon. I hear fava beans go good with human liver? I did not hear that. I usually <laughs> eat them raw. <laughs> and some Chianti? <laughs> I don't Somebody do the sound. <laughs> Gross. Silence <laughs> of the lambs? No? No. Oh, really? A, a fig tree. How, how big was that? And how long does it take to actually set fruit? Uh, well, we got it. Donated. Well, I got it from a friend. Donated? So you dug it out of the park. Okay. <laughs> no. We got, we got, <laughs> the city donated to me. It was given to Well, this is my backyard garden. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, that's what I want to know. And then I have flowers. I do uh, borage uh, and nasturtium. I have a gopher problem, and they love nasturtium. That's all they eat, and it's everywhere in my garden. So. What is that? It's a flower. It's an edible flower. It tastes peppery. You can put it in your salad. Are all flowers technically edible? No, some are poisonous. Okay. Foxglove, okay. don't eat that. Don't give it to your animals. I was just, either. I always wondered, cause like people eat flowers. Like, what the fuck? Can I just eat all the flowers? Like, this is it just yeah. a plant? Okay, don't eat all the flowers. <laughs> this tastes horrible. So, because <laughs> I, I, my family's not from that south of Mexico. Like, you've ever had like pumpkin flowers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, squash. Squash flowers or squash or squash pumpkins? Is that the same thing? Are they all gourds? They're all Watch in the up. same family. Yeah. They're all in the same family. They're like Mexicans, like ah, we're like cousins. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I actually just recently tried like the fla- uh, the squash flowers in a recipe at Roscate Verde. They do breakfast there sometimes. What? Yeah, <laughs> I got to invite you That's to one. And so they cut up the flowers and they mix it with your eggs and some what? peppers, bell peppers, or something. Mm. That's some astic ass shit right there. It's fine. It's outside. It's fine. Turkey <laughs> eggs and stuff. Um, 
So do you usually go for edible stuff or do you like more flowers to attract the bees and the hummingbirds? Yeah, well, the borage, it's edible and it attracts bees like crazy. Like crazy. It's, uh, like once I put borage in the garden, the bees didn't even care about the nasturtium so much. Like it was just, it's like catnip to a cat. <laughs> borage. What about you, Rebecca? Are you growing anything? Uh, I dwell in an apartment. Um, <laughs> oh, you got an herb garden? Um, I, I could definitely <laughs> have an herb garden. My succulents died. Uh, shamefully. Um, only because only because only because I like moved a bunch of times and the desert yeah, that can't even uh, kill a cactus. I know, I know. Uh, but I have a dog and he pretty much gets into everything, so it's not really like the best environment for growing stuff, but uh, you know, we used to have a garden off on uh, Blackie Road and we used to grow a lot of stuff up there um, but that was like a year two years ago yeah, so it was like our test garden yeah to see if we actually had the we actually had it in us to grow anything <laughs> but it was fun uh, but no currently not growing anything growing myself I guess <laughs> deep deep man deep bro that's, that's there you go. deep there bro you go. what about you guys are you guys growing anything yeah, actually, um, right now we're renting out a place in Carmel Valley, and we got a bunch of plants at the local nurseries. So we have some basil that's still alive, some mint that we used to infuse vodka. It was nice. We have been using some weird spicy oregano that we got. No, no, wait, we yeah, we killed the cilantro Whoa, <laughs> because oregano. we knocked it over. He's talking shit. <laughs> yeah. Cilantro's looking at me funny. We tried our best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You we've, killed the grass. We've got some succulents. They're adorable. I actually have been propagating some uh, at my mom's house. I grew up in Monterey. Uh, so, my, like, my little sister really likes them. So, we have some little baby succulents that are growing. And they're like, the ones that we grow in the sun are bright red, and the ones you grow inside are green. They're really cute. <laughs> succulents. And so, so, I guess this would be a good time to throw in a little pitch, but uh, <laughs> we'll plug this. Um, so, for actually the garden, we, we ordered a bunch of of seeds oh, for edible plants. That's for the community garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for the community garden, I should say. Um, yeah. Um, and so the plug is nativeseeds.com. Has this, <laughs> they have this huge... It just... It's, yeah. Yeah, seeds that are all native varieties to the American Southwest and the Mexican Northwest. And we got the, a lot of the plants for our house at Delray Oaks Gardens, which is a brand new nursery in Delray Oaks that just like usurped where a golf course used to be, which is awesome. And they also sell worms and compost tea bags and succulents and uh, dirt, compost, wood. It's a really, really great place. I'm glad it's surviving. It's really nice to support them. We got three truck beds of soil from them delivered this morning Damn. for the, the Tividad Creek Garden. Yeah. Wow. It was Shut a good up. time. They also do they do some really cool workshops over there too. So they we like the first day I was here we showed up to an aquaponics uh, uh, workshop and they, they uh, laid it out, you know, with the best they could. Um, we're first timers, so it's it's you know it's it's a it's a tough system but um, you guys have one going? We don't personally, um, but there's one not too far from there. That I, They're moving it right now to another location, but, but there's one not too far from the nursery um, that they've had set up forever. Um, and they use it for... It's, it's mostly educational, so they don't produce a lot. Um, but it's, it's, a, I mean, it's, a really, it's, it's a really cool place, and they're planning on doing moving more into production. 
so that's, that's they just cool. got like an acre of land so they're moving it all from a person's backyard who was just hosting it there for like oh it's good for the kids and it's nice to have the lawn go to use and stuff but it's all laid out so all the components are separated and there's walkways and stuff so instead of packing it really tight for maximum efficiency they made it so that it's easy for kids to walk through and to like point out the different elements of the system they've got a little koi pond inside a greenhouse it's really cute Dude, that's that's cool. a I had a I had an aquaponics set up with a 250 gallon fish tank and yeah. oh and oh, both and, both co is the organization running that and well where can you find was Del Delray Oaks Delray Oaks Gardens is um right on off on Rosita Road off Canyon Del Rey it's in the entrance to Delray Oaks I still can't find that city I know there's like the police station and they sell weed upstairs and then 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 across the you know the police station. Yeah, well, then, then across the street, it's yeah. a Safeway, and it's not yeah. in there. Now, like, I don't know where the fuck this city is. Yeah. Um, so, if you're listening to this, Google it or some shit? I don't know. Let us... Is, is that... Uh, if you're facing the Safeway, if you go behind on the left of the Safeway, and then you make a right turn, that's how you get into Del Rio's. As far as I know, that is the only way to get so into Del you're coming from that 7-Eleven off 68, right? Yeah, exactly. Make that right, and is it on that road? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, well, the, well, that, that, that was perfect timing. Um, yeah, so so June twenty fifth, we we definitely we got that down. Um, local urban gardeners, t- Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, yeah. Instagram. I couldn't find the Instagram. It's a local urban gardeners or at Selena Sluggers. Yeah, that's Is what I look the, for. Really? Dash yeah. On the Instagram. Dash twenty seven. Is it? Well, anyways, we'll, we'll find that. We'll post it. And my only question was, uh, like, do you guys post all the events that you guys do on, on, on all that? Yes. Some of them, unfortunately, can't be public, like the irrigation that we did, just for liability reasons. But mm. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, me and Lucky have to leave, but um, I think these two guys will still be here for a little bit. So. Yeah, we'll be here. I just looked it up. The Instagram is just local urban gardeners, one word. On. Oh, yeah. you're right. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> Nobody believes me. I believe you. <laughs> but thank you for uh, having us. We really appreciate it. Yes, we do. Um, it's always a fun time. And we look yeah. forward to anybody who comes out on the 25th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah. Again, if you're listening, I, I, I hope you do. Angela, at least. Angela, you're you're our best listener. <laughs> Shout Angela out to Green. Angela. Angela. Meet you at the garden. Angela Green. <laughs> you know Angela? I, yeah. I don't. Keeping it green. Keeping it outside. She's the best. Mm. Anyway, Thank yeah, you we'll, so we'll, we'll pause it and we'll come back. Yeah, we'll see you guys very soon. <laughs> All right, now that we've said our goodbyes, there we're we're back, y'all. Welcome back. We're back. So anyway, you guys wanted to plug some some stuff. Uh, again, the the documentary I heard, I was overhearing. <laughs> yeah. So um, we got our grant through an organization called the Davis Projects for Peace that gives out fifty ten thousand dollar grants every year to college students who are working on. Projects that can broadly be defined as working towards peace in your community or on a larger scale. So for our project proposal, we said that we would build this children's garden in partnership with local urban gardeners and also shoot a documentary about local food production in Monterey. So we've been spending um, the last month and a half or so going around collecting contacts at like farmers markets and the different gardens we've been volunteering at. Um, working with local urban gardeners and just talking to people around Monterey. A surprising amount of people know people in the agriculture industry, like the local food production industry. And so we're going to start filming that once we're done um, building this garden in Salinas. And it's 
going to be really exciting. Hell yeah, yeah. No, I. It's amazing how many documentaries and stuff are, are really going on, and that's really cool. And uh, but this isn't going to be about the garden project. It's going to the documentaries. It's kind of its own deal. Yeah. So it's it's uh, it's going to be more. It's going to be. You know, I'm sure we'll get some input from those folks, but it's, yeah. it's more it's more about food justice in the area, and yeah. so oh as, hell yeah, a general concept. Um, and so we want to hit on every one of those people, like local urban gardeners. Obviously, those are those fantastic people to know for food justice purposes. But yeah, the the farmers market people, the the people. Alba. You guys know Alba? Yeah, yeah, yeah we love Alba. Um, we're definitely going to be talking to like uh, Stevie or the other people from graduated from Alba who are in you know food production and working at working their own farms now, which is amazing. Um, and food justice, just broadly defined, we're looking at making sure food is accessible both financially and geographically because a lot of people live in food deserts or they don't have the money to buy you know, healthy food. And yeah. also making sure that it's culturally contextual, that you're eating food that you have some kind of connection to and that you're not forced to eat the same meal that everyone across America and across the world is eating, these same species of the same vegetables that we've all deemed are acceptable to be sold in supermarkets. That's, I, that is... I love that part of it. I love that because, again, us as Americans, we do a lot of food aid around the world. And we send people beans that are, like, culturally, they eat rice. They, they, they have no, you know, connection with beans or anything. So, like, then they don't eat that. And Americans are like, oh, look, they won't eat our food. And it's like, well, dude, you fucking, dude, just yeah. take two seconds to learn, you know. <laughs> I like that idea, the, the cultural context. Because, yeah, again, you could try to shove food some, down somebody's throat. Like, it's cheap and it's healthy. Eat it. But it's like, dude, but I have no connection to it. That's I like that. We actually have laws against when we're providing food aid, going into other countries and just using money to buy the food available on the markets there and giving it away. Um, there's this organization called Oxfam that's like global and has a lot of branches that's um, making a petition. This was actually a few months ago. I don't know where this went, I'll be honest. But they're making a petition to get rid of the law that says you can only have U.S. marked shipping vessels delivering food aid that you're not allowed to go in and just spend our resources way more effectively because food's so much cheaper after the currency conversion to provide aid to all these people that need it. Yeah, but when we blow their huts up, they got to see who brought the food. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah. That's like the only reason why they do it, right? right. Or you so they can be like, look, look at the food, look at the food. Like what like happened us. in Somalia where we deliver like food aid to the governments and we're like, here, give it to the people. And they're like... <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they, you know, heavily restrict it and they use it as a way to control the population by being like, we are the only way that you can get food. So yeah. you can't disrupt our organization and our yeah. bureaucracy. Yeah, that's stupid. Again, dude, you can't. Politics shouldn't be in food. It should just be about feeding people, dude. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> but yeah, I love that, that you're focusing on. I don't hear too many people talking about that, you know? Because it's like, dude, we gave them corn. And it's like, they never heard of corn. <laughs> you can't just give them this shit or whatever it might be, you know? Yeah. You can't just say, well, they didn't take it. Look at it rotting. And it's like, right. dude, you can't. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that that, that you're, you're bringing up that topic and br- shining light on that. Because that, that is huge. is huge to getting to understand somebody. you got to understand their culture first. Well, that's one of the reasons, especially, that we chose to order the seeds from where we chose. Because they're... Not only are we getting seeds, they're, they're, they, because they're from here, they grow super effectively here. Yeah. Um, but they're also native in a native cultural socio sense. So, uh, I mean, you know, looking through their website when we first saw it, we were jazzed. We're like, this is, this is an amazing product. Uh, and they're, I mean, they're fairly close. 
The organization is actually run by a group of Native American farmers, and they provide like free seeds and um, m- like membership bonuses to Native Americans in the agricultural industry. So they give them like, hey, here's a bunch of really rad species of like corn and chilies and peas and whatnot that are not being grown anymore and you have just as much of an interest in growing them and creating this great product for yourself that doesn't require pesticides as we do in maintaining these seed varieties and making sure they don't go extinct. <laughs> yeah, so it works out for both of them. Yeah, no, that's cool. And again, that, that huge thing with the pesticides, you know, it's like, dude, if these plants have been growing here for thousands of years, you don't need to put shit on them. They, they know the bugs around here. They know, you know, they know, they know their nutrient requirement. Again, yeah, when you start bringing these, like, you know, European carrots or some whatever the hell, that's where it's like, okay, now you have to change the, the chemistry of the soil so you can grow this plant, and you just fuck with everything. The ecosystem, every, you know, it's a chain. Yeah, now California's really paying for not growing drought-resistant plants since we're in a literal drought. Yeah, fair. <laughs> well, not according to Trump. <laughs> it's just like, it's hell of water. It's just for a fucking fish. And like, God damn, that fish starts everything, dude. That's the domino that sets all the other dominoes You're right off. next to the ocean. Go get it. <laughs> That's the funny one. Bitch, what do we do with the salt? Um, <laughs> Start by removing the salt from their attitude. Yeah. Damn. That guy's so dumb. So fucking dumb. But anyway, so um, so yeah, also be on the... Is there any social media or anything for the documentary? Or is that just, again, focusing yeah. more on getting the garden going and then... We're going to start a Facebook page to promote it soon. Uh, we're just going to call it the Salad Bowl Documentary, probably, which is the working title of it. Yeah. Um, but on my Instagram, jake.r.v, we've been posting pictures of our process, putting together the garden and getting to know sources. So we've mostly got a lot of, like construction materials pictures right now like giant mounds of dirt and like all this wood that we cut at home depot we got like 250 feet yesterday of two by tens and that's about half of what we need damn yeah also a lot of the organizations that we've been plugging and we support are we've tagged them there so if you if you want to you know remember those or go get them they're on that instagram as well like the aquaponics workshop was run by both co at delray oaks gardens and so we tagged both co and we made sure that people knew if they wanted more information about this that those are the organizations to go to they've also got another workshop coming up in early july about something that i don't remember uh oh it was it was it was very useful to urban gardening. <laughs> yeah, no, no was, they sound cool. I want to go check it out. Um, definitely, I usually just go you know to the nurseries right there off of sixty eight, right at the edge of town. Um, but yeah, I, I dig that there's a, another local place and then they're they're teaching yeah. these things. Um, but yeah, so so check them out again, like Delray Oaks. Delray Oaks Gardens. Gardens. The workshop, the next one is on July second, and both co is running it. But I don't remember exactly what the topic is. <laughs> But they do aquaponics, urban gardening stuff, so something related to that. Maybe yeah. compost. Yeah, and again, you'll, you'll learn something, you know? You'll learn, learn something. something. You'll get out, and you'll be out in the nature. I don't know. Something about being out in plants and nature that just fucking calming, you know? Um, but anyway, do you guys got any, anything else? Again, be, look out for the documentaries. You can definitely shoot us the, the Facebook page when it's ready and all that so we can share it. But you guys got anything else? Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess if you're interested in taking part in the documentary, anybody listening, or if you know people in local food, like beekeepers, people at nurseries, farmers market people, urban about gardeners. that rancher dude, eh? We yeah. got that rancher dude that's going to be on next month. Oh, yeah, the rancher well, dude, totally. <laughs> Just, uh, that's how I know him. <laughs> yeah, send uh, me a message on Instagram or send local urban gardeners a message on Facebook 
or I guess uh, message Osvaldo and uh, he'll forward it to me. I guess. Yeah, but yeah. Go ahead, man. You know, totally. message us at any of our social media things. <laughs> I definitely and, and should have made the page before coming here today. <laughs> well, now <laughs> we're pushing you. Now you've said yeah. it on them. Like, hey, I have to do it now. <laughs> okay, this is your own voice. Didn't you say you were gonna do it? Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, th- thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Th- th- this was the awesome. The garden's going to be beautiful. We designed it in this gorgeous, like, I can't really, you know, it's a podcast, but it's like a radial pattern with an octagon in the middle and some parts coming out so the kids can walk around it and see the different beds. Um, so I encourage everybody to come over to Natividad Creek Park, the 25th, and help put it together. It's going to be really special. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Please please do. And it's from 10 a.m. to 3, 10 a.m. to 4, somebody she said. 10 a.m. to 3. Yeah, 10 a.m. to yeah. 3 or 4, something like that. And we, we're providing all the materials. So we'll have, like, drills, screws, hinges. The wood will all be finished and cut. Nobody has to touch any power tools. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just come out dressed, ready to get dirty, you know, and then exactly. and you guys got everything else. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that's June 25th. I can, oh. I can... oh, and if anybody has extra seeds, the Monterey... Public Library Seed Bank is currently empty because people have been borrowing seeds and not returning them. So we oh, called wow. to see, Wait, like, what? Right? Yeah. So Wait, I didn't even know you seed. could check out seeds. So you could check you out seeds. Yeah, well, now you can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, at, well, the, at the moment you can't. Logistically, no. At, at the moment, at the moment you can't. Yeah. So, but wait, so you could go and, and check out like some lettuce seeds or tomato seeds or something, and you plant what you want, and then you bring them back. Right. Yeah. What? So that's the premise of a seed library: is you take, you know, ten seeds, and then when the crops grow, you collect the seeds and bring them back. But nobody's uh, bringing okay. them back. So oh, we're donating come a lot on, of people. the seeds that we're getting from native seeds um, to other community gardens and to the Monterey Public Library. But if anybody else has seeds that they want to donate or is interested in the program, make sure that you like learn how to save seeds before taking seeds out, please. Yeah, please, yeah. please donate please, please. whatever you can. Because seeds come in really absurd quantities. Like you get a packet yeah. of seeds and there's like a hundred and it's like I've got a small bed, you yeah, know. You don't, you don't want to toss those or try. I mean, if you can, right? They, they have the equipment there to save them too, so yeah. you might as what? well. That's fucking awesome, right? Yeah, it's, it's very cool. So the yeah. Monterey Library, you said? Monterey Public Library, Library, yeah. Monterey Public Library. If you have extra seeds that you've taken care of, take them. Fuck, that's awesome, right? Very that's cool. crazy. I, I fucking rent. Uh, <laughs> check out seeds. That's dope. And I saw on their website, it was like, there's no limit to how many seeds you can take out. And I said, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to be a little bit stricter. Yeah. People are not going to bring them back. Well, come on. People are... Come on, go dudes. Go after them like a credit card department, you know? <laughs> like, get their info, go to the house. Like, <laughs> where's my seeds? The hell? Charge yeah, exactly. interest on yeah. seed returns. Like, you come yeah, with, exactly. with a shovel in your hand. Like, so where are they? Yeah, <laughs> you're seeds like 45 I'm taking bucks. seeds home or I'm taking Late the store. <laughs> am I digging a garden or am I digging your grave? Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, please help your your local library. They they do a great thing. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, totally. All right, uh, that's all I got. Yeah, but hell I got. yeah! Well, thanks for coming on, Pujo. You have anything yeah, to add? Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you guys. This has been really fun. Yeah. Well, again, like, like we've told Letty, now you've been on. Now again, you're welcome. If we have opening, you're more than welcome to come on. Totally. And yeah, we're here every fucking week. Update us with the documentary. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, that's yeah. oh definitely. Just like Letty did today, you know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, well, that was cool. That's why when uh, on Tuesday when she was like, "You're like, fuck yeah, I want to hear about it." Mm-hmm. Like, don't tell me now. I want to hear what's <laughs> <Yeah>. going on. <laughs> um, but anyway, that again, thanks again for for listening, and catch y'all next week. Yeah, have a good one. All right, adios. adios.